everyone. Welcome back to the World Through She podcast. I'm Sheila, and today I'll be talking about Ghana with my good friend, Paul. Hi, everyone. My name is Paul Damali from Ghana. Paul and I met in Sri Lanka. That episode is coming later and became instant friends because I would compliment him every day on his clothing style. He always wore traditional Ghanaian hats and shirts. Yeah, I I remember. You like the dashiki I used to wear a lot. So Paul and I stayed in touch, and a year or so after that, I I got to visit him in his hometown, Accra. Yes, um, that was an adventure on its own. (laughs) Definitely. So we started out our trip in Accra and also visited Elmina and a few surrounding landmarks. And honestly, Accra is amazing. It's one of my favorite countries that I visited. It's such a vibrant city and everyone there is so welcoming. Everyone (laughs) for the most part spoke English and it's really easy to get around the whole town by taxi or bus. Yes. So like the thing about Accra is that we have a trademark for, not only Accra, the whole of Ghana. We say Aquaba. Aquaba means you're welcome. And it's just like a trademark to be nice to visitors when you're hosting them. Accra also had a very lively nightlife. You could pretty much find everything to do there. We went salsa dancing. We went to a rap concert. There were yes. there were just a lot of things that I didn't expect um, Accra or Ghana to have. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so much to do. Um, if we had enough time in Accra, we could have done a whole lot. Go to galleries, museums, you know, and all of those kind of things that you learn about the culture of a city when you visit. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that when you come your second trip, I'll get to show you more. Yes. Hopefully you visit Seattle before then. Yes, that's the plan. I, I felt like we really got a good feel of the culture there through the music and trying all of the amazing food. Food is so important, especially if you come to West Africa. When it comes to food, we are like the capital of you know food on the continent i know you guys have a battle for jollof rice yes it's actually other west african countries i think the biggest battle is ghana and nigeria but interestingly there are other countries that have a great jollof so there's senegal which is actually the original home of jollof then there's yeah Sierra Leone also because jollof rice is quite common to a lot of West African countries. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing. Full transparency up front, Ghanaian food is very spicy. Yeah, I mean, if you are Indian, then you would know biryani, right? Anyone who knows biryani, yeah, this is just a different kind of biryani, which is flavorful, more in the tomato, cooked in rice, cooked in the tomato sauce, and it's really flavorful. Um, has all the flavors that you know, you'll find in a typical West African meal. So you'll love it. Mm-hmm. Another really common dish in Ghana is fufu. Yes, the the Ghanaian fufu is quite unique. Yeah, you could have fufu with um, peanut butter soup or palm nut soup. I loved having it. And it was, it was like an experience having it. You washed your hands at the table. They would bring you water, soap, and a bowl. You wash your yeah. hands at the table and you use your hand to eat it. And it's like this ball, this dough ball. And yes. I had it with fish broth. Had, yeah, yeah. So you had fish, I think it was salmon, and uh, 
palm nut soup, right? So the soup mm. is made from the fruit of the palm, the palm tree, right? And oh, yeah. It was really yeah. good. And okay. what you have to do, you pull the bit of the dough out, you make a yeah. little bowl with your thumb, uh, and then you dip yeah. it so yeah. you get the broth in it. Absolutely. It's an experience. You got pictures, right? So <laughs> you got to share everybody. <laughs> yep. I definitely, I have pictures, videos. I've got it yeah. all. Another thing you have to try in Ghana is Kokoroko cocktail. Yeah, it's basically made of rum, sugar cane juice, uh, hibiscus leaves that's been, you know, juiced. So it has this red look, then pulverized ice. It is really good. And it, isn't that a cocktail that's specific to Ghana? Yes. In fact, it's not even just specific to Ghana, but very specific to that bar. Kokoko is trademarked to the bar called the Republic. And that bar sort of like celebrates Ghanaian culture, Ghanaian history, especially political history. So when you get into the bar, you'll see a lot of Ghanaian history demonstrated in pictures and sculptures and stuff like that. You see like the first president of Ghana, Kwame Nkrumah, hanging out with like the British Queen or Malcolm X or, you know, all those great civil rights movement uh, people. All of that adds the ambience of that place. It's always fun to be there. Anytime I'm away from home and I'm back, the pl first place I'll go would be Republic. So it's just a great vibe. Yeah, I remember it being a really, really great vibe. I also remember I don't usually like beer, but I loved the Shanti yeah, beer. Shanti beer. Yeah, so it's a rice beer, basically. And so it's very light. You know, when it's really chilly like that, and, you know, Accra is a humid place, so it really does help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The humidity made my hair so big, I had to just yeah. wear it up every day. Yeah, so the cool shandy always helps, totally. <laughs> yes. And Ghana is actually one of the largest cocoa producers, and it's literally some of the best chocolate I've ever tasted. Yep, yep. So Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire, again, we are neighbors. We produce more than 60% of the world's cocoa. I remember, Paul, before we left, you had to take us to a supermarket so we could just buy like pounds and pounds oh. of this chocolate. <laughs> yes, 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 I know. Yeah, that's so that chocolate particularly is called King's Bite. And it's a really like interesting chocolate. Because when I take that chocolate and I try other chocolates in the world, it just makes me, it, you know, it feels like, anyone from Ethiopia, you know, Ethiopia is the home of coffee, right? And so when you're drinking coffee from home and you try other coffee, you just become an expert. You'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, this is good coffee. That is bad coffee. That is exactly what case by dust. So you are yeah. now a chocolate connoisseur. Most likely. I could tell you what a good chocolate is. <laughs> <laughs> And something that's very common for women in Ghana that was interesting and I loved seeing everywhere is that women carry baskets on their heads for their day-to-day -day, day errands, like groceries, water, everything, you name it. Yeah, well, so you'll see more of that in like trading areas or busy markets or yeah, people who have stores, like they have their goods displayed, and all of that. They are usually open air markets, but there are also those who like actually want to get their service to their customers, right? So mm -hmm. they would come to where their customers are. 
and they'll carry all their stuff on their head, you know, to come sell to them. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, we saw a lot of them in the market we went to get our bus to go yes. to Elmina. Exactly. So one of the things you see very peculiar about Africa is that wherever you would see like a bus station, next to it is like a large market. So where we were was called the Kaneshi Market. And that is where you usually get a long journey bus to what, well, that's where the station is next to, and you get a long journey bus to um, Cape Coast, Almina, basically the central coast of Ghana. So we took this commuter bus to Elmina, which was quite an adventure. The bus was jam packed. I don't even think we, we were one to a seat. Yes. <laughs> and we had some of our bags still on us because all the luggage things had been taken away. Like, when, when do we put our bags? Well, you just got to keep it on yourself, right? Carry oh, it. yeah. I yeah. still loved the experiencing the bus ride because yeah. Yeah. it's such a cool yeah. way to learn the specific cultural things that you guys do. Like the way you guys get snacks on a bus ride. Instead of stopping and going into a gas station for snacks, the vendors or the people selling the snacks will come to the bus. You'll give them money while you're still sitting in your seat. They will mm. hand you the snacks and you don't even have to get out. Sometimes yeah. they would even run to the passengers yeah. to like throw the snack or throw their change back. And they're, I mean, they're such trustworthy workers. Yes, yes, that's true. I mean, I mean, I guess it's all part of the service. So when we got to Elmina, we went on a long search for an affordable hotel. Do not skimp on hotels in Elmina. We, yes. we visited about four to five and ended up what seemed like hours away from Elmina, where like children were walking miles with like gallons of water on their heads yes. just to reach yes. their towns. And yes. we went to a hotel, which I don't know if you remember it like I do, Paul, but I swear there were ghosts or something. It was an abandoned hotel. And out of nowhere, people would just start showing up. We were like, we have to get out of there. Yes, I, I mean, I think that like as a first experience, definitely all of it looked weird. Honestly, that was also my first time over there. Mine was more of confusion. I was just like, <laughs> what's going on here, you know? Um, I think also that side of town, like you would have high, there aren't many, many high quality hotels. So you are just better off going for a high quality hotel. Mm -hmm. We stayed at Elmina Beach Resort and yeah. it was a little bit on the more pricey side comparatively to everything else we paid for there, but it was totally worth it. I would recommend just going straight to one of the nicer resorts and don't even look at the other ones. True. We had really great breakfast. The fruits were amazing. The mangoes are incredible there. Yeah, yeah. I also love it. Mangoes here yeah, are really sweet. And coconut juice also. Coconut juice is so fresh. Ooh. I mean, even when you find yourself in a tropical region, I think the fruits are always just amazing. Mm -hmm. I mentioned we stayed at Elmina Beach Resort. 
And Elmina is on the coast, so it has a lot of beautiful beaches, along with a lot of amazing landmarks nearby. So we visited Kakum National Park, which is dedicated to wildlife preservation. It is one of the only places in Africa that have a canopy walk. Well, a canopy walk as high as it is on a rainforest. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was... 130 feet above ground, which gives you such an amazing view of the tropical forest, especially after a rainstorm. Yes. Immediately we got in, I think we're heading, we were doing the check-in, getting our tickets to go do the walk and, you know, started raining. But I think it was Not even just raining. It was, it was like a rainstorm downpour. Like you couldn't even hear each other talking because it was raining so hard. Yes, that's so true. Because we had to be like almost screaming above, like just <laughs> just to hear each other. Yeah, that's true. I remember that very well. Yeah, but I'm glad that we waited the rainstorm out. It felt like it was 30 minutes, maybe maybe a little yeah. bit more. But we waited yeah. it out, and it made it so that one, the Kakum canopy walk was empty. So we were the only ones on the canopy walk. And it also added a mist to the tropical forest. I mean, just what we saw was only an experience after a rainstorm like that. Yeah, I, uh, that's totally true. I mean, I, I don't think like even the pictures we took couldn't capture the real experience usually. It was really nice. I'm not a big fan of heights, but I mean, I think it was great. <laughs> but you got through it. Whoever is scared of heights, I think this is totally worth getting over that fear. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, so the canopy walk itself was like, was it eight different canopy ladders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were all interconnected and each was at a different altitude. Each of the bridges you saw a different view of the national park. Something else that's, that was nearby Elmina mm. and the national park was the Cape Coast Castle. This castle is very beautiful and it, it's definitely a must-see, but going through the tour and really understanding the story uh, stories of what happened in the castle was so difficult to hear. Yes. Well, Ghana's coastline was like the most littered with forts and castles and typically what happened within the slave trade and when they captured the slaves they bring them all down straight to the coast of Ghana put them on a ship and you know if you remember there was a door which was called the door of no return mm-hmm. right but even before that they were kept in dungeons and the dungeons were really like very inhumane circumstances. Um, Mm -hmm. No windows, no ventilation, and a really small space where women, children, like they were all in this tiny space and they would have to go to the bathroom there. They would have to sleep there. They would have to live in that little area. Literally. And in chains, shackled together, you know? Mm -hmm. It's very sad history, but it's also very important. So if you go to Elmina, you have to stop by this Cape Coast castle. Actually, Obama even went to the Cape Coast castle. Yeah, when they visited Ghana, I think Michelle did a Black ancestry um, thing and she traced parts of her lineage also to Ghana. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's just so much more we couldn't 
see because of limited time. Mm -hmm. Like typically somewhere around November through to December, you, you have dolphins and whales migrating from the Southern uh, Cape of Africa or South Africa, right? And entire Gulf of Guinea or West Africa. And wow. that's one thing I always make a point to go see. That sounds amazing. To wrap up everything we just talked about, you definitely have to immerse yourself in Accra's nightlife, including the Republic Bar, where you have to try a Kokoroko cocktail. Also try Shandy Beer. It's one of the only beers that I've ever truly liked. Foods you have to try there, jollof rice, fufu, mangoes, and lots and lots of chocolate, especially if you have a sweet tooth like me. Take a trip to the coast, and if you take the bus, check out the Kanishi Market on the way. Once you get to the coast, make sure you get a nice resort. This is not a place where you want to be looking to save money. We stayed in Elmina Beach Resort. While you're on the coast, visit Kakum National Park and walk along all of their canopy walks. And lastly, visit Cape Coast Castle. It's a part of history that everyone should really know about. Paul, thank you so much for joining this episode. It's a pleasure, absolutely. For everyone listening, if you want to see visuals of anything or everything we just talked about, head over to my Instagram and check out my Ghana highlight. You could also DM me if you have any questions. Thanks for listening.